This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. Dot com slash Yanks. Yanks win. Yanks win. Yanks win. Yanks win. We're going to a game five. Severing ordeals. Bats come through. We have a lot of fun. Let's talk Yanks. I have an interesting fellow coming on after the break. His name is Jimmy James John Boy, whatever. Well, this guy went from like 300 followers to like 2,300 followers. His name is John Boy, the Yankees fan. Going to the chapel. Gonna get married. Okay, right. what's up? We're here. We're talking Yanks baseball with a little wedding music. Got me, John Boy, I'm your host, co-host. Got Jake. He's wearing a Yankee hat. I'm wearing an El Gary hat. And the Yankees just had a big win. The Yankees won. Big game. I um how do we want to how do, if they lost, we would have been we would have been sad. Sad and I had a really good day and was happy most of the day. So I didn't want to be sad at all. I was almost like, this is torture making myself go watch this game with such sadness as a possible outcome. Cause I was, I had a great day, man. Was happy and sometimes we like sadness, but not today. I do like sadness every now and then. You know what? I just knew we were going to get to Bauer and how, how, confident I felt that we were going to get to him was kind of scared me because I was too, like I was as confident you were game one. I even wrote down, like I have notes. That's a- I wrote down uh, nice. be- before game notes. And this is what it says. It says Bauer thoughts. Either he's not going to be sharp or he's not going to be getting those calls. Either way, we're going to get to him because of it. And it was kind of a combo. He wasn't sharp. I, I He had some like that, humpback breaking ball. He tried to throw it to judge in the first inning. He struck judge out in the, yeah. event, but he, but on that pitch, he didn't get the call and it didn't, wasn't that sharp. And then the two seamer coming in the DD tried to do the same thing. I posted a gif of it. Didn't have as much movement. So he short rest, whatever. He just wasn't as sharp. Our approach was better. I don't know, but I, I, I felt that way. It's like, he's on short rest. He's just such a fucking, I don't like Bauer. Yeah. So I, I was too, too confident. I mean, my, my only thing I can say on that is that I've been, <laughs> since that start we had against him in the regular season, I've been blindly confident that we we're going to wreck him every time and we haven't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so that's the tough part for me. But no, it's, it's ridiculous. I've, if I sound like a broken record, good. But he's the type of pitcher that the Yankees have feasted on for years. He throws a ton of junk. Normally the Yankees can work a guy like that out in the fourth inning because he's his pitch count goes up and he just lets two runners on. But I don't know. He the short rest obviously was a factor. But man, and I I'll, I'll mention it briefly later about Chase Headley. But a couple of calls go a long way <laughs> in a baseball game. And Chase Chase he, got some tough calls, but I'm not allowed to say that because I said that. I said that ball, the three two, that was ball four, not a strike. And some guy was like, "Ride Chase's dick more. You always defend him." Like, I, I mean, I'm not telling you he's like having the best series ever, but that was a ball. <laughs> it's a simple I, statement. 
Yeah, I I I said before that at bat because Chase, Chase has just been having a couple tough luck calls that you look at the ump and you're like, really? Like, and it's the difference between a one zero count and no one count, and that just that messes with your psyche because now you've expanded the zone in your head. You're already telling yourself that the umps fucked your at bat, <laughs> and you're pretty much done. Yeah, uh, I was. And before that at bat, I, the three two pitch, or before that at bat, I said. Chase Chase needs one call to be like okay the game of baseball is back on my side and <laughs> he's not getting it no which um well like, we still got a lot to cover before we start talking next game lineup but I mean where where do we go where do we go you want to go um let's just go second inning four two out hits in a row started by Todd too Frazier. far Why, the you first go? thing the first thing we have to mention is Sevy. okay yeah I mean we'll mention Sevy first the guy basically had the yips. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think, and again, talk about blind confidence, hindsight, twenty twenty. But you knew he was going to be good. You, yeah. you didn't know, you didn't know what level of good, but you know, you, as a young player, you can't do any worse than that. I thought and, this is so non-stats, just gut feel, just watching yeah. body habits, and the way Tanaka had his back, the way the team had his back, like just the way he kind of walked around. It just seemed like he was soaking it in and, you know, like the environment, they built him an environment to figure it out, to realize someone was like, I wonder what Tanaka and Cece said to him to help him out. And I said, they probably said, yo, Sebi, you were fucking nervous. Yeah. (laughs) And and this time just don't be as nervous. Pitched one of the worst games ever. No, it's, I but yeah, I, did, I had no problem. I didn't. I I did not think he was going to do what he did. But why would you ever think that? I mean, it was such an odd, odd, odd situation to begin with. He'd never done that before, so why would he do it again? Yeah, he was mean. He he was mean, and uh, the beginning for me was after they scored the runs. Oh yeah, when he was when he when he was sitting on the bench for a while, and that's always the. <laughs> I guess it's probably a phrase in baseball that you kind of psych yourself in as a team saying that, oh, you know, the pitcher's been sitting for a while. He's coming out cold. And you do see it sometimes. If they come out that first batter, they're wild. That can lead to an inning. And he just came out and dominated that inning. So that was that was pretty great. That was the top of the third. Came out, struck out Perez. Ursula grounds out. Thanks, Ursula, too, for all the errors. Um, and Lindor lines out. Ursula was a spooked young guy in a playoff game, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the they they gave us errors. It's not like you can't – like Indians fans were like, well, we gave you gifts. Like, yeah, you did, but good teams take advantage of gifts, and the Yankees in the past have not taken advantage of, of that, and we took advantage almost every time. So that was awesome. I mean, yeah, it, and I, in, the, in the fourth or fifth, Todd Frazier gets on with that throwing error, goes to second, Hicks hits him over, and then Gardy gets the job done with one out to bring him in. That was an error. That – came home to score and it was a big run at the time yeah and we're we're flying around a little bit just because we're so so darn excited right now but whatever comes up comes up baby yeah uh i i tweeted and got a lot of love was the there was a check swing on hicks i want to say after the fraser double yeah and it was it was a close one and the yanks got the call which sounds like such a homer statement but that felt like one of the calls – that was the first one that it felt like the Yankees got the call. Yeah, we had a the, couple breaks and shit, but yeah. 
that that one felt like okay that probably should have went to the Indians Bauer was walking off the mound the Yankees got the call and that led to a couple more runs and that I don't like plays like that can be so huge because what if Bauer gets the strikeout there and then he throws three good innings like you just don't know with baseball instead he's out of the game which is great hate Bauer but yeah what do we um you want to talk some lineup you want to talk some bullpen what where do, what do you got defense I don't know no I, well let's finish up with Sebi his 100th pitch was a hundred his 107th pitch was 100 miles per hour and yeah. And uh, I could do a whole segment on the emotion because basically that's what I'm looking for when I make the gifs, gifs during the game. But savvy man, do you see him screaming? Do you see the gifs? His mouth yeah. is the biggest, most open mouth I've ever seen. Yeah, he he's got that scary underbite that should have been fixed at like age 12, but it, it works. <laughs> it's powerful. <laughs> yeah, he looks mean. He's like, um, mean looking. If you're, if you're if you're listening, Jake and I just took a break and did underbite faces to each other. I had an underbite, you know, I had my teeth went like this. They like went over each other, whatever. Okay. So Sevy was awesome. Dominant. The, the big thing was the walk to Bruce and then the home run not to unravel right there and to grind down. And then the next home run to come out for the seventh and give the performance he did in the seventh was huge. That's what an ACE does. Uh, it's great that he bounced back from the worst start of his probably professional career. I don't know the, stats in minor leagues but that had to be one of the worst memories of his whole entire baseball thing and the announcers said and it's probably true that might be the best thing that ever happens to him blowing in that game it's like you learn from mistakes like well never gonna make that mistake again Sevy made yeah. the biggest mistake so it, it, it's, it could it's, benefit yeah e- easy to say now too if he went out and threw a complete game shut out that first game <laughs> we'd say this guy's god on earth but but it's also Andy Pettit in the in postseason got blew up by yeah. the Diamondbacks and it's because they had his pitches. He was tipping his pitches and it was the worst thing that ever happened to him. But he says it's the best thing because he changed everything and never happened again. Yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, I, again, something that nobody wants to hear and he, he shouldn't get a lot of credit, but Girardi let Tanaka go a little longer than I thought he would. So I, I thought he might yank, <laughs> yank Sevy in like the fifth. <laughs> so getting those innings was huge because no, no Chad, no Robertson, no Chapman tonight, right? That's one of the major headlines. Yep. And um, those extra runs, Gardy getting that extra run in, and then the Gary that was run, too. Yeah. those allow Sevy a little cushion to go out there. All right, give us some more. At least, you know, it, it, it uh, releases some of the, the rope a little bit, which is awesome. Yep. All right. Yep. I, have a, I have a statement for you that I think. Sure. I don't know if it's crazy or not. If you were to, if if you were okay, so my dad, my girlfriend, and her dad watch this game in the living room, right? Because they sure. know I'm in here and so invested in it that they want to know what's going on in my brain. I guess, right. and they're just nice and interested. I think if you were to ask the casual fan that watches that game, who is the star of the Yankees? Who is like the difference maker? Who's the guy on this team? I think every casual fan would say Todd Frazier. He is everywhere he's now he's got he's got like five hits in this series might be the most on the team i think him and hicks and castro all have a lot but he's gotten on base twice on errors which you can say that's just luck whatever it's happening to him he takes his walks he got a two-out rbi after every single inning he is talking to severino talking to someone he's the first one on the dugout being a cheerleader 
for everyone. Um, you could hear him today say, let's fucking go. Let's go to Severino. I think like he's like, he was like the face of that game. He was everywhere. I think the casual fan would be like, yo, that guy is uh, the team. Is that a crazy yeah, thing you, to say? I wouldn't necessarily say that. I would say. His well, presence is felt. D- depends what level of it. I, I would say, I think the better term for what you're looking for is like, you would think he'd be like the veteran longest tenured Yankee. <laughs> yeah. Yes, like, yes, yes. You would yes. think you would think like he's either the captain or just a you know, 10 year guy who's, you know, yes. juiced yeah. up with all these young guys or something like that. Like, that, I don't know. I, you know, I think it depends level of casual baseball fan. Like if you know the two and three hitters, I don't know, but yeah. No, no, no. I know. I'm talking like very, like no baseball yeah, you, knowledge. They just you, like that you, guy's you, face is on the screen more than any other guy's face. Yeah. He must be the best guy on this team or the, like yeah. the biggest guy. But yeah, he, he, yeah. he, you would never guess he got traded to this team halfway through the year and only been here for two and a half months or whatever. Exactly. He's and he's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a I have a question for you. You're running hot. I love it. Judge had a two out, two RBI double. Right. Which, I mean, at the time, puts us up four nothing instead of two nothing. That's in a playoff game. That's I mean, I know all runs are coming like crazy, but that's huge to go from two nothing to four nothing in the second inning. It's almost like whatever. How much rope Judge saved two runs yesterday by Robin Homerun. He gave us two runs today in a clutch spot. Because people are killing Judge because he's like 0 for 11 with nine strikeouts. Or right. now he's 1 for 11 with nine strikeouts. Are you in your head, in your brain, is Judge having a good series or a bad series? Because I know the stats say he's having a terrible series. But if you were to ask me, did Judge help the team win games this week? Or did he help them lose games. I'm 100%. He helped them win games more than he helped them lose games. Yes. But so I, I think the other thing that would have you a little bias in this would tie into the whole almost batting order concept. Judge could potentially be having a monster series and he's not. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, yeah. I know he's, it's not what been, you want from him. And at, at the same, he robbed the home run, which was keeping him. That would have been a two run homer in a one run game. He also dropped the ball that he could have had in that game. And I don't know. He's, he's, he's having an okay series. I'm, I, I wouldn't say he's having a good series. I wouldn't either, but I would say he's helping us win games. Yeah. But I mean, that's, He's also got five walks. He's supposed to be the best player on the team, the league MVP. Yeah. So he's not playing a dude's expectations, but I'm not, I don't know. I, my, my postseason expectations. I think people think like. He, he's not the reason they're, they're winning or losing at this point, but. It was a big part of today is a big part of the wild card game. Yeah. He, he, he had a good wild card game. This series, he hasn't been good. But but the robbed home I mean, run some, and some, the hit today. Some of crucial. some of his at bats have been tough to watch. Yeah, I think some are good too. Today, his problem is he's not swinging at two zero pitches because he's striking out looking. But like some are really hard calls. You you don't you it, want him? I mean, I went seems, off about taking. Pitches. It seems like his 
his mentality is definitely off yeah. from the regular season. Um, I, I mean, I, the two, his two power at bats, he lollipop two curveballs in their first pitch. I know. And you, you just wonder what's going on. I mean, you, he, <laughs> he's been getting curveballs all series and you, it, the other part that's tough in defensive judge is that we've seen him do a defensive swing and hit a ball 400 feet. Yeah. So you look, I look at a 75 mile, mile per hour Bowers C plus curveball, And you're saying, Hey man, look for the curveball. You could flick that to right field for a quick Homer, yeah. which is just totally unfair. No, I, and I'm not trying to say judge has been great and he's exactly what we want or any good. I just don't think I don't, I'm not, he doesn't like what's going wrong this series. Judge being bad isn't the first thing that pops into my head at all. No, no. I he I mean him he could have blew this game completely out of proportion. We could have seen people, a couple people could. Yeah. But when it's the league MVP and your guy, that it, it holds more merit. I'm not mad at Judge. That's what I'm that's what I'm getting. I'd like him to do better. He's not no. doing as good as he should, but like my energy is not spent mad at him right now and uh hopefully he figures it out yeah all right next uh gary with the home run oh i kind of wanted to say this make a point i wanted to string together a thought but i don't have it anymore but our our playoff rookies okay the guys that do not becoming into this game coming into this postseason didn't have postseason experience i'm including bird and dd even though they played in the 2015 wildcard game who cares about that that's one game. So you got Bird, Didi, Gary, Judge, Hicks, Green, Severino, Canely. Now, Judge, we just talked about. I think he's had moments. Three, he's had three moments of goodness and the rest not great. Hicks has had, we. I mean, we bashed him, but Hicks, he had a, another good hit tonight. Hasn't made I don't think we, we didn't bash Hicks. We didn't, we didn't bash him. We said he looked bad in some at bats. Which is <laughs> his, his bad is bad. Yeah, his bad but is his bad. But his good is good. He's a guest hitter. He guessed curveball today and did good. So Hicks, there's not really been that many rookie, whatever. Gary's got two home runs and playing great catcher. Yeah. Um, which is, again, those Tanaka clips. I just watched those and posted them. They were awesome too. And today, no problems, right? Yeah, no problems today either. Didi, wild card game was good, but I think he's actually kind of struggled. No, Didi had Didi was had three walks today. His average isn't there, but I think he's I think he's doing okay. I think they were pitching around him with Castro behind him for some reason too. Um, well, it was him and then Gary tonight. Yeah, they, I liked the new lineup tonight. We'll talk the lineup for next game in a little. Yeah, bit. Uh, Didi. So whatever. Um, he had his moments. I don't know what he's actually. You're saying he's well. He's walked a bunch. Because I, on the top of my head, I can't even think of what Didi's been doing. So, so that was the thing I kind of got mad today because all they were showing was batting average, which was tough because they showed Didi was batting like 187, but on the day he had his first three his first three plate appearances were walks. Yeah. All right. I'm going to look it up right now, but I'll move on. Bird has had a good series. We can say that, right? Yeah. I don't know his stats either, but home run two home runs today. He had another hit or two. He had three hits game one or game two. Yeah. Chad Green did good. Then he struggled. The whole replay situation. I don't know what you want to say there. He did give up the home run. Like replay or not, he threw that pitch and it got hit. 
So, but yeah. the wild card, he was good. Tommy Canely has been amazing. Yo. And if, and, and if there's one guy where you and I were like, I don't know how this guy's going to handle the pressure. Cause he's kind of high, strong. He's psycho. He could either live for the pressure. Like this is my jam, baby. I'm Tommy Canely. I come into big spots. Like, nut job wise, or it can totally crumble his, like, maybe he's got a fake crazy guy persona. He is lights out. Today was impressive. Like, like Latroy Hawkins is like sad, right? Like Latroy Hawkins is wishing ill on this man. <laughs> if you don't know the bat, if you don't know the background of that, Latroy Hawkins called Tommy Canely the worst teammate he ever had. And then hit the person in the booth with him was like, you're joking, right? And he's like, no, I'm serious. He was the worst teammate. <laughs> and Troy Hawkins is like Mr. Major League Baseball, like played on 20 teams. Everybody loved him. Yeah, Canley's been lights out. And this is, I don't know if I've said this or if I want to say this or if I don't know how to say it, so I haven't. But I think what's going to be wild and how this Yankee team is, is going to be you know, you look back at teams and there's kind of funny names. You look back, this and the other. Man, and I, we're not having the Dellen talk now or maybe tonight. I don't know. But I think we're going to look back and say that there was like five or six major league closers on this team. I think Chad Green obviously has a huge future. Mm-hmm. Canley's getting a chance at some point. Robertson's already done it. Dellen's going to get a chance somewhere probably next year. That's a whole other thing. Chapman is going to be one of the best to ever do it, kind of. One of the most talented. Yeah. Am I missing someone? Warren, but... Warren's, Warren doesn't have the stones. Hate to be rude, man. Like, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, just to follow up on our DD, he's now in this series one for 13 with six walks. So his on-base percentage isn't terrible. They're just... They're so just, that's... Whatever. That's great. I mean, he's, he's seven for 20 for getting on base, but one for 13 for hits. I know a hit's better, but like, hey, <laughs> hey. Dude, it's, it's postseason. I just, just win the game. Do something yeah. positive. So my point was a lot of the rookies had shown they didn't stuff and come through in the wild card game or now. And Canely, he, he just struck five out of six out. First guy to do that in a closing situation for the Yankees in a long time, someone said. <laughs> yeah. And he's just good. He looked good. Yeah. All right. What else do we got to talk about this game-wise? Nobody's been great since, Jim. Since when? He's been great since pitching coach Storielli came in with the pitch backwards. Yeah, throw the changeup. Dude, he he threw a high changeup to Kipnis and got the call for strike three today. Yeah. Kipnis Kipnis swings at that. That's a Tyler Clipper-like result. Kipnis, I, I don't know why I'm defending him at all. Kibnis had a couple tough strikes called on him today. <laughs> I think he's kind of, I think he's a good pro. He gave the ump a couple. Like, come on. <laughs> that, that, that strike three I'm talking about was high. I don't know. That's, that uh, one was high. And then I think, I think it was the first pitch from Severino after the Yankees rally was maybe the, the pitch that was the furthest off the plate tonight that got called. And he was like, really dude, like, come on. But either way, what else we got from this game? Uh, what, I, I guess while we're on, still on Kipnis, I know we were pissed. Or I know Yankee Nation was half pissed that Kipnis made the catch the first game when we were like, that's pretty cool. Like, that dude's not playing his position, made a good catch. Do we think in the end it's coming to burn them now? I mean, that sack fly was pretty shallow. And there was mm-hmm. a play last game. Yeah, he dropped in on. center field. Shoestring catch. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah, it's definitely like I don't I think any other guy in center field there you don't said Todd Frazier. Yeah. Right? Todd Frazier tagging up from shallow center. I was live for it and, and I was like, is he gonna go? Is he he's going, he's going, he's going. He's safe, but it's cool. Listen to this stat from the game. The slowest fastball the Yankees threw tonight was ninety six miles per hour the entire game. <laughs> Pretty wild. <laughs> Crazy stat. Um this is the other person we have to talk about, Jake. For this game, are you prepared? I I don't know. You should again, not a stack guy. You should see what I'm googling right now. But go on, Brett Gardner. I hate Brett Gardner. I hate Brett Gardner. Four at bats, two hits, one run, one RBI. But that one at bat, they bring in the lefty just to face Brett. A lot of people were saying pinch hit Holiday. I don't think Gardner is on the pinch hit four list. I think no. Gardner's in the game, all innings, all the time. Gardner's there. Was he going to be able to get the, get it to the outfield? He barely did. If it's not Kipnis, yeah. maybe he doesn't. But he grinded out. He fouls his pitches. And even he got on on the error. So he was two for four, but he got on. on a, he reached base three times. One was an error. And I was yeah. live. And they went 0-2. And they threw an outside little backdoor curve. And I was live talking to people and I said, they're going to throw that again. And Guardy is just going to try and slap it down the third base line because he doesn't give a fuck where he hits it or what yeah. you're throwing to him. He's just going to try and take what you give him and and do something with it. He slapped it to third or shallow threw it away. He's safe. He was fired up after that because that got an RBI. That got a run in. Gardner, good shit. I mean, he, he's just the pulse of the team. He's an angry dude. Yeah, it, it it totally wasn't pretty, and I mean that's a little bit of Brett Gardner himself. But I mean, like I, we said the other day, there, he doesn't even catch fly balls pretty. There was a couple times where I didn't love his approach tonight. He it felt like he got to two strikes a couple times too easily tonight, but he still did the job. That um, well, I he, guess that at bat that at bat where he got the sack fly, I was I was thinking to myself, I was like, you just. In this at bat, you can't put yourself in the position in two strikes almost. Like, you you got to be swinging. And I think he took the first two strikes. So I was like, <sighs> like, I I get it. I mean, I understand hitting's not that easy. But, and, you know, he's Brett Gardner. He's, he can fight off a lot of pitches. But, oh, hey, but, he, but, but he never, ever swings at the first pitch. Like, right. I, I bet the stats are crazy. And he did, because like you said, he was getting in a lot of holes. So his last at bat in the seventh inning, he came up, swung at the first pitch, ripped a single. Yeah. Um, And then they overthrow home and he knows he's like smart base running, just gets the second. Now you got first, second and third, uh, one out instead of first and third. It was, I mean, it was good. It was good. I was surprised yeah. he swung at the first pitch. I was not surprised his base running was smart and great. Yeah. I think, I think something that, Deserves to be brought up as we're we're starting to wind down with things in this game. Any closing notes from this game or something that has to be mentioned? I guess, dude, we haven't said Starlin's name at all. And oh, he, he had a great he was, he was kind of not the catalyst, but pretty close. <laughs> no, yeah, he, I mean, he he roped a ball, broke Ursula's shin, then he puts yeah. one to the wall, right? Yeah, double um, off the wall, the dead center. Yeah, he looked good. He's got like six hits on the on the seat on the series now. Yeah, and he had the biggest swing of the game. So, yeah, and well, he walked. He took that three-one hack, missed it, and then yeah. walked, which I thought was actually impressive too. Yeah, for he's, him. He's for him. Good at that. 
no, I I think that's like it's kind of his mo. Like he he's the part that's totally right is like when have you seen anyone overswing and really catch one? Swisher used to do it all the time. That's all I can remember. Yeah, um, but I think he's good at like when he gives himself that one swing. He's like, oh, all right, now I've got to like play baseball again. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, let's go. What do you got? So the big the big storyline, if people want to get angry, which which they are upset, is the DH spot. Is something right. wrong with Holiday? Has Joe Girardi written him off? It. And here's my thought on it, because even my dad was sure. texting me and saying, like, that last Headley at bat, he struck out looking 3-2. I thought it was a ball. Why don't you pinch it Holiday there and, and see what he gives you in a little cushion? Because Ellsbury's done nothing. Headley's done nothing. Now, yeah. I'm not really defending Headley, but like you said, he's got some tough breaks. You got to swing, protect. Got It comes to a point where you have to do something positive. You can't yeah. just be like, ah, I'm getting a lot of tough breaks, which he is, but. Uh, so is there something wrong with holiday is Joe's plan it lefty pitcher pinch hitter, but you think we'd see him as a pinch hit spot at some point already. What's what's, what's your thought on it? I think something's wrong with him. You know what? I, and I, I like storylines in baseball a lot. I like storylines in every sport. So that's how I fill out my March Madness bracket. Like if, if an ex-coach can play his old team two rounds later, like I'm going there. But, man, I think Holiday was kind of there to be the – because Cleveland doesn't have a left-handed starting pitcher, right? Yep, yep, nope. And that's why Joe says. Out of the bullpen, they have Miller and they have – uh, the other dude that came in today. They used all – Clevenger. They used all of their No, the, the other lefty. They only have two lefties. Um, um, I'm, I'm blanking on the other guy. He's okay. But he, he's Salazar? not like – No. Olsen, Shaw? Olsen. Olsen's the other lefty. They brought, okay. him, they brought him in for Gardner, and he got the, the sack fly. Right, but we've said Gardner's on the no-pitch hit list. Yeah, I, no, I'm just saying I Olsen think, sucks dick. I think <laughs> – I think Matt Holiday is in a role, and I think, like like we said, and I have to kiss my dog's butt, which I'll probably do tomorrow. And I think it's going to go viral and become a thing in the Yankees clubhouse, by the way. But well, they do um, read my Twitter, so yeah. I just when point to me <laughs> point to me a time besides the Greg Bird at bat that he hit a home run that Matt Holiday really should have been used. Because in that first game that I was mad about it, they didn't have a defensive first base replacement. So, I mean, you can kind of write that off. I I think tomorrow, and I, I guess I'll segue into it, I bet Holiday gets to start tomorrow. That's what I was going to go with this. Um, Headley has done and, nothing. Ellsbury's done nothing. So it, come, it seems like, why not? And then exactly. the, only, the, only, the only excuse would be, well, he's not fresh. Well, he's not fresh because you haven't played him, so you kind of dug yourself into that. I hope they don't say that. I, I, I'll tell you this. I don't think Holiday's going to start, but I would like him to. Man, I just think it's the – because, man, I, I think it, uh, a deciding game, you have a couple just kind of crazy thoughts in your head. You either mix – because it's something so small that can make you look heroic if you move one guy up a slot in the lineup and they have the big at bat and it's like – Oh, what an incredible call, blah, blah, blah. 
I think it's it's one of those win wins. Matt Holiday is a professional hitter. Klubot's on the hill. You haven't been getting anything from the DH spot, anyways. Throw Matt Holiday out there. If he goes 0 for 3, nobody's going to be like, oh, Chase Headley should have been in there. You know? I 100% agree. So I think there's a chance again. I, you're, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think Joe Girardi would feel worse at the end of the day if Matt Holiday didn't get a chance to be a factor in this series. That's how I feel too. It's like kind of being, we're kind of being rude at this point to Matt Headley Holliday. and Ellsbury had their chance. Headley is a huge asset as a switch hitting corner infield player off the bench. Ellsbury with his speed, he's a valuable player off the bench. As we've kind of deemed, <laughs> Holiday's been bliss. And I mean, if he goes. If he goes 0 for 3 with a sack fly, that's kind of better than what the other guys have been doing. So, I think you got to start him. My guess is they don't, but my my brain says you have to. Why not? What's to lose? Exactly. Yeah. People so people keep tweeting me to start tell at DH, which they just look at batting average. Fucking cracks yeah. me up. Cracks me up. And that's, uh, I mean, you just don't understand playoff baseball. I mean, that's, Torres is the... Torres is if any of the infielders get hit by a bus mid game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about for next game lineup? What do you think about switching? Uh, so today he switched it up. He, he split up judge and Gary with Didi, which right. I, li- I liked because last time Bauer just made fools of judge and Gary with those curves. So he went straight lefty, righty, lefty, righty, lefty, righty, because he wanted them to use a lot of their bullpen. It worked. They used every right. bullpen pitcher besides Miller. So the lefty, righty, lefty, righty, lefty, righty was actually very smart of Joe because right. they, they used every pitcher. Great. Um, what do you think about keeping lefty, righty, lefty, righty, switching Didi and Bird, putting Bird in the three hole, Didi in the five? Bird's been swinging a much better bat like we said dd has a one hit he's getting his walks though i don't think i don't think bird's been that hot i think he has bird's 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 not hitting over 300 for the series i don't know what his stats are i i know batting average isn't everything but bird's having a good series he's not having a move him up to the third series i don't know i I think he's having a good series he's hitting 300 462 OBP, 300, two home runs, three RBIs, three hits. Two of them have been home runs. Three for 10 with three walks. So so that's better than I thought, Greg Bird. But yeah, I mean, have you not been watching? You have to kiss your dog's butt, dude. The guy's been hitting like my crazy. Dog's asshole. Here's, here's my biggest problem. Who would you say is our biggest threat against Kluber? Gary. So now we're going to back Gary fourth? If if Kluber's hot, if Kluber's hot, now we've got Gary might not be batting his third time until the seventh inning, something like that. Yeah, you just won me over. Put Gary three because he's the best hitter against Kluber. He's got two home runs off of him, and he hit two hits off of him last game. So good. Bird's not in the three hole. I don't even think Didi should be. Put put Gary so, in the three hole. Yeah, so, and I judge so still t- in the two hole. Besides me just making a good point, which is rare, I'll I'll show that how game deciding games and things can make you make bad decisions. 
I was getting frustrated with judges swings with runners on base. I mean, he, he, he had the one great at bat today. I'll give him full yep. credit on that. That was huge. And went, early in the went game, down two strikes early in the game. That's such a huge at bat. I mean, and again, where, where a manager can look like a genius for almost doing nothing. Mm-hmm. There was a thought in my head for a second to make judge the leadoff guy, because I almost want Judge to get out of his head to think that he has to hit the five-run homer every at-bat because that's not what makes him incredible. What makes him incredible is the fact he can flick his wrist and hit a home run. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and you know, again, I I do not think this is going to happen. But think of the potential storyline with Girardi moves Judge up to leadoff. Genius idea. The Yankees win. Girardi would look like a genius if Judge got on base a couple times, if he poked one out. Not happening. What Gardner does at leadoff is great, and Judge still gets on base two-hole enough. But when you start talking about righty-lefty splits, or splitting up the lineup, that kind of stuff, if it wasn't a 6-8 Gigantor, <laughs> I think it would be a lot more reasonable in the scope. But I don't know. It's it's a little far-fetched. And again, it's a... <laughs> It's a digging deep for something to happen in a in a deciding game. Yeah, they. I'm right now. I'm just watching the double he hit to go up four nothing. It was a 99 mile per hour fastball up and in in the strike zone after he saw six curveballs. <laughs> so and he fouled it, a bunch off. It was a really good at bat. Yeah, it was that was a great at bat. So it it gets a little picky, but it, I again that's where the. Uh, Hey, deciding game, you you make one good decision, you look like a genius or an idiot. What do we what do we got faith in CC tomorrow? If someone asked me you got faith in CC tomorrow, I just said yes. Uh, yeah. Like I I was gonna say the most faith. I'm a little blind by Tanaka currently, but well, the thing that go. keeps me I, I know that. I know that, but I just had the most faith. Um the thing that keeps me more grounded about Tanaka are his home and road splits and the fact that the last two have been at home. Yeah, I I mean, why wouldn't you? That's what, why wouldn't you? Would you, rather, would, would you rather start Sonny? Some people were saying that the move is Sonny. They're like, I, I'd rather see Sonny. I 100% would rather see CeCe. Yeah, I... I, I mean, it's going to be... Sonny's going to be available. Everyone's going to be available. So this... <laughs> this I, I got a good chuckle out of this, is that <laughs> if we win, <laughs> Sonny Gray was our one starter for <laughs> the first two series, <laughs> which is, which is kind of hilarious. Again, that's that jumped ahead, but no, I mean, man, CC's road numbers at Cleveland, what he did last start, and the fact that you can completely rule out like the young guy slash playoff factor. Like CC's worst start this game would be like Fornings pitched foreign runs. Like that's worst case scenario. Yeah, which I know that's not a great way to think, but like. Hey, Sevy in the wildcard game went less than an inning. <laughs> and like CC like physically could not let that happen. Yeah. Um, and I think the part that's great, and you and me, you and me listened to that his podcast uh with Andy Pettit. Like CC knows what he has to do in this game. Like he knows he can't be too amped up. Yep. Uh if you haven't listened to it's like the RC. R2C2 podcast with Ryan Rocco and CC. I mean, listen to our podcast first, but right. if you want like to listen to an actual professional baseball player, that podcast is awesome. They had Andy Pettit on. If you are an older Yankee fan that watched Andy Pettit, it's it was it was like awesome. 
I yeah, it's great. It show- awesome is the only word I know, but that's what it was. It, it shows how they value the game, how they value their careers, how they view it. Like, CC was literally talking about, and they talked about, like, if they could go back and relive a start. And I think, uh, what's his name? Rococo or whatever? Right, right. I don't know. Ruoco, I think. Ryoko. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to do that in a rude way. <laughs> he, he thought, like, they would relive, like, a great game or, like, winning the World Series. They both relived bad starts, but they were like, God, I wish I could do that again. Yeah, it like, was like, because the question wasn't, what would you want to redo? The question was just, which start would you want to relive? And they both said, I want to relive this miserable start because I want to make it good. Which was, I was like, yeah. that's not even the way my brain went. That's why I'm For not Andy, a- Andy, it was his 96 World Series start. Yeah. And I, I'm blanking on CeCe's. It was another playoff start. It was He was trying to. But he said it, it was what we saw with Severino on the mound. He wanted to try to throw the ball like through the catcher's glove. Yeah. And I mean, man, CeCe's going to be juice, but he's going to know how to control it. He's I I have no no shame in CeCe. I I would say. How early do you pull him? Like, if CeCe's got a great pitch count and he's grooving, do you let him go as far as he can take you? Because Joe no. didn't. Joe didn't last time. Last time he pulled him what in the sixth inning. Seventh inning, he was at seventy-seven pitches in the fifth. I think it's the sixth. Sixth inning, and Joe pulled him, and he was grooving. And I mean, one earned run, three runs, uh, because of some errors. But I mean, you have to use what you have to use what got you there. And if it's the fifth inning, they have the lead. He's he's going Chad Green Robertson. What about fifth inning? Chapman. What about fifth inning? We have a a four to two lead. Four to two. Fortitude. You basically you let you let CC pitch through the fifth until he let the the winning run on base. So yeah. if it was four to two and CC let two runners on, then he's done. I agree. I agree. And it's all it's all going to be on field too, and who's coming up and whatnot. Like if Bruce comes up, I don't know. We could probably just get Shreve up to take care of him. No, well, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. Man, it it was, and that was I was thrown off that uh, the Indians threw Allen today. Me too. I wanted Judge to get a hit off him right there. It would have been awesome. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what. It, I mean, that must be. If there's any Indians fans listening, which I doubt there are, but is that like a when we had faith in Batances? Like Batances throws better when he gets regular work. Like yeah, I, well, I don't know what, what they, that well, was. I mean, he didn't pitch yesterday. He didn't pitch yesterday. He didn't pitch the off day before yesterday, and he's not going to pitch tomorrow. So if you don't pitch today, that's four days without pitching before the biggest game of the season. Right. So get him some work. How about this stat for you? In 2017 – that stat on me. In 2017, the Yankees are 3-3 three and three in elimination games, in games facing elimination. The Cleveland Indians in 2017 don't have a single win – in a, in an elimination game. Yeah, you you've been loving that stat too much. <laughs> so <laughs> so good. So it's all us, baby. All right, we got to wrap this up. No, I, I think we're grooving, man. What do you want to talk about? I didn't. A, I didn't even realize the game was Wednesday. I thought it was tomorrow. I was getting all juiced up. They got to fly to Cleveland. We can talk about how I'm yeah. not going to sleep Tuesday night, and I'm going to wake up nervous as hell like the wild card game. It's going to suck. No, I I don't think I'm going to talk about that. Okay. So I'm. That's why I thought tonight's pitches made a lot more 
that that changes that just changes my last answer. Why with, you want you want to go full bullpen? Well, with the credit that Canley's earned, I mean, the Tances is pretty much out. Tances <laughs> I think, is I think, Tances is done I think for we, the postseason. I think we know that. Um, Almost would killed any of, Would any of the starters? be available i mean we hey in the red sox game we saw verlander and sale come out yeah sunny's available would would tanaka be available it'd be two days rest so i i highly doubt it i would be last on the list i mean what was what was verlander on i have no verlander pitched game one and they're in game four with an off day so regular rest i don't know same with Sale. Sale and Verlander were on regular rest today. Tanaka's on two days rest. I don't think Tanaka's coming in, especially with the arms we have. I mean, Sonny Gray's available if CC absolutely blows it. Then you got Canley, Chad Green, D-Rob, Chapman, and Warren if you need, like, six innings out of the pen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. With, with the confidence in Canley, I, five innings might be it out of, out of CC. Just need to get some runs. We need to try and get to Kluber early. So now, just like Bauer shut us down and then we got to him, you can really see Kluber turning it around and and pitching a gem of a game. Not to say that means I think we're going to lose. I think we're just going to have to beat him with great pitching. Yeah, and and no, it's badass. (laughs) We'll give Canely a little more love because we're both a little freaked out by him earlier in the year. He's now – he's the relief pitcher for the relief pitchers. Like. If if CC goes five and Chad Green comes in, if Chad Green is struggling to get out of an inning, it's Canley. Mm-hmm. Same thing for Robertson, which is just kind kind of a funny thing where the sport's at. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right with um, Kluber. It's very likely he's going to give seven, eight strong innings. He's he's one of the best pitchers in the league. You just have to be at grips with that. But the he pitched game seven against the Cubs last year and he didn't do a great job and the Yankees rocked him last start. So it it could be a Kershaw playoff thing. He's he's not the same guy a little bit. Um that's that's a little bit of Yankees fans holding on to something, but all right. I want to talk about Joe Girardi crying. I'm gonna play the clip. I don't think you're not gonna be able to hear it, but I'll tell you what happens. Oh, no. Just you know, it, it's not caring about like myself. That, Joe. It's caring about everyone else that is involved and that is wrapped up in the Yankee baseball. You know, whether it's the... Yeah, most of their jobs are safe, Joe. The fans, the front office, the owner, the players, the trainers, the support staff, the coaches. I really care. We've gotten it back yeah. to two to two, and, um, you know, we got a shot now. All right, so the guy said, this last 24 hours has been a whirlwind for you. How you feel? And he said, it's crazy, and he really cares. And he's like, the weight staff, the training staff, the medical staff, the staff, staff, the staff, staff. And he gets all yeah. teary-eyed, and he's like, it's incredible. These guys have picked me up. You and I love, love a grown man that's crying, an adult crier. Usually tears of joy, though. I mean, he could be happy that his team picked him up. Um, I think he's happy that his team picked him up. What do you think about Joe Girardi crying? It didn't pull on my heartstrings like it usually was, but I, I think it is a human side. I, I mean, it, he's not an actor. He's not faking – like, you can say he's faking – concern or trying to play the victim a little bit like feel bad for me but yeah he's but he's not an actor there's tears welling up in his eyes uh joe Girardi's not going to do that he's been like stubborn and stern for years so i think that was heartfelt it's being a manager there's (laughs) like there's (laughs) there's only so many things you could screw up is that the right phrase like 
I, I don't know. Like normally you're rolling with the right lineup and you're going to pinch hit the righty versus the lefty. You're, you know, usually it comes down to relieving decisions, like when to pull a reliever, that kind of stuff, when to pull the starter. Man, it's – if a player was up there doing the same thing, like – and, like, say if, you know, Judge was up there, he had 12 strikeouts and 15 at-bats, and he's like, man, I I tried so hard for this fucking team. Like, I, I really did. Like, this – and he was, like, sad that way. Like, I'd be like, yeah, I get that. Like – I don't know, giving everyone the thank yous uh, when 24 hours of firing rumors have been happening and your team still has a shot to win it. Well, that's like, what he's saying. He's saying, like, thank you for picking me up. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I You know I like crying, and I'm I'm not fully in on it. I mean, I, I it didn't, like, make me cry. It's not Joe Torre crying after winning a World Series. But I think it has to feel good the same way Severino has to feel good to blow it and have his team pick him up and then go out there and be able to do well the next game. It's just, it's just, he probably felt really shitty and there's some weight off his shoulders and he's like, fuck, thank God. Thank God. Is there weight off his shoulders though? I think so. Man, every game he's managed besides that one, he's done a damn well, damn good job. Yeah. Well, five game series (laughs) job. Well, the wild card game, he pulled all the right strings. Yeah. Well, so he's 75% this series on <laughs> managing good games. Four games out of five? We haven't played the fifth game. You don't know he's going to manage a good fifth game. We played four ALDS. I said this series. Oh, well, I mean, the postseason. He's managed good besides that game. Yeah, it's his job. Yes, but if you want to bash him when he does bad, you have to say he did good when he does good. Yeah, but I mean, do you do? Do you really do good? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he had a one, he had a one nothing game with Tanaka. He finagled that perfectly today. He gave what gave Batances the shot quick hook right away. I mean, and it, and it was a smart move to throw Batances because if Batances is on, then you get Batances and Canely is completely fresh for game five. Right. So it was a smart move, but once he messes up, you have to go up D Rob D Rob was faltering. He knew he could give, get Chapman. Everything he'd done has gotten wins besides that one game. I mean, I'm just saying if you're and. What he did completely, and if we lose, you can look at that that mess up and say but he blew I, I the series. Look, look at every other playoff series. What other playoff series has mentioned the manager so far? Well, John Farrell get a lot of shit for his moves. Well, he's gotten shit all year from Red Sox Nation, but he did nothing this series that was. Yeah, I don't know. Anything. I mean, last year Terry Francona and Joe Madden. Were I mean, I just, I just every single I, series. Yeah, I just, just compare it against the mean. I mean, no other manager has had any moments or anything like that. That's what you have to compare it to. If you, if the managers were getting ranked for this playoffs, I think Girardi would probably be last. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with that. I know. Well, you are, you're saying he's doing a good job when he's arguably doing the worst job. I said he's doing overall, he's made the biggest mistake any managers made, but he get, every other game he's done well. Okay. So the man, the other managers have done well every game. <laughs> I, you're you're saying. comparing him to other people. I'm just saying he's done well. Besides yeah, the big mess, the other people that do his job. But I mean, I'm not praising him. I'm just saying he's he got us back. We're two and two now. He's pulled the right strings. He's got a fresh bullpen for Game Five, which we said is the biggest part of winning this game, which he was able to do. He could have easily went to Chapman or D Rob or Chad Green in this game. It was a close game, 
and he didn't, and now we have them fresh. So that's good. I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, if we lose Wednesday, Joe Girardi gets like a lot of the blame and a lot of the anger. But if we win, he's out of the woods. And right now he's on his way to being out of the yeah, woods. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. You're you're saying he's on his way to being out of the woods. We have a road game at the team that was the favorite to win the World Series. Yeah. Like, we're not out of the woods. Yeah, we're on our way. We could have lost. We could have been out. The season could be over. Yeah, absolutely. The series could be won, too. I know I know you were fighting people on Twitter for that phrase, but, and again, I, I don't advocate that at all. Like you said, I think you got it pretty good. You're like, this isn't original. <laughs> this doesn't matter right now. Well, and that's because right. like some they were every time we score a run, like oh we would have won. It's like shut up, just let the right. game be the game. That's in the like, past. And, and then someone an said to, well, an insult to baseball and an insult to humor. Yeah, like don't. Yes, and it, like, I'll, I'll say if we lose Wednesday, Joe gets all the blame. He fucked up the biggest mistake of the series. But let that right. happen. Don't. I mean, and, and and I guess that's what I'm saying is don't give him the credit yet. Yes, but he's on his way to get the credit. Don't give, don't give him the blame yet. Don't give him the credit yet. Well, a lot of this? people get to he's on his way to the blame already. Yeah, I'm saying both. If we lose, he's on his way to the biggest blame. If he, if we win, he's okay. on his way. But we're one game away. We were three games away two days ago. Now we're one game yeah. away. So he's inching back on his way to get out of it. Right. He's still at the crisp, at the cusp of getting a lot of shit, though, too. Right. But you're giving him credit for putting himself in a worse situation than he had to be in. No, I'm just giving him credit for winning games and saving bullpen. Okay. If you if you give him credit for managing a bad bullpen, you have to give him credit for managing a good bullpen. Yes, but you're you're giving him credit for coming back from three games down when we didn't necessarily have to come back from three games in the hole. Yeah, but if is you, what I'm saying. Yeah, but if you put but your, you, if you put yourself in a hole, you dig out of it, and he's digging out of it. Right, he didn't lay down and cry and hope for the ghost of Don Zimmer to manage the team, but he hasn't. He hasn't been otherworldly, and he put himself in the position. I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, I I think it's pretty telling that you're they're, they're, you're you're currently giving him the credit that he should get if they win on Wednesday. No, I I, I'm saying he's on his way there. It'd be nice. And I'm saying that he did a great job saving his bullpen these last two games and pulling the right strings, when to take the starters out, when to throw them for an extra inning. I don't think I would have thrown Semi I mean, out what, for that what last did he really? Yeah. That, I don't think I would have done Tanaka I like either. That. I mean, I would, I would have tweets saying I would have let Tanaka pitch to the end of time. But, and, hey, I, I guess the whole point of this five-minute argument discussion it's Wednesday. One side is going to be obvious <laughs> and <laughs> the other side isn't, Yeah, you know, so we'll see. Do you think, uh, Cleveland's smart now for Kluber game two, Bauer game one. And do you think <laughs> I can't, it'll be a lot easier, a lot easier to answer Wednesday. Think Tomlin's pissed. <laughs> I think the bigger thing, if this was talking Indians racist, um, <laughs> I would say is I, I'm saying why didn't we throw Salazar today? Because that it was Salazar and Tomlin or Clevenger were the or Tomlin they were the other options to start this game and Tito went with the and again I well I won't give away my answer but it was Bauer on short rest but he's been quote unquote great against the Yankees this year um, 
again, I think we both think the Yankees left a lot of opportunities out there previously. But I th- man, the way the way Salazar looked for a little bit, and having Bauer as an asset for the next game potentially, I I don't know if if I'm Cleveland, I'm saying, hey, Salazar's got dirty stuff. Why are we throwing this other guy in short rest? Well, yeah, but Bauer shut us the hell down three games, so. Like he he did he did he did I mean did. game one he's one hundred percent did it was impressive yes all yes. right we gotta um, we gotta wrap this up though we're over an hour yeah about one game. no big game over an hour yeah we took some time out we took some timeouts um yeah go Yanks I I, I my last Jake, Jakey tip of five, game five not even tip but something to watch for. If so, a lot of the pressure's on Cleveland right now. They lost two games. It's back in Cleveland. They've got their ace on the hill. If they have another inning where there's a sloppy error or something like that, or maybe it's a Kipnis misplay, that's going to start the stadium buzzing and everybody thinking, "Are we blowing this?" Where the Yankees kind of don't have that heat on them. Oh yeah, the pressure is on the Indians. The Yankees is basically house money. Not, I mean, not entirely house money, but not as much as. I just think it's it's something that, I guess what I'm saying is that situation. If, if the Yankees have an error or something, you know, you're obviously never happy, but you don't you don't think much of it. You say, okay, well, just got to keep going and get out of it. If if the Indians make an error in the early innings tomorrow, someone's going to be like, the fans are going to be thinking like, crap, are we about to give up <laughs> five unearned runs again, something like that? Yeah. So hey, go Yanks. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees. Picking me kissing my dog's butthole tomorrow for the fans. Doodles butt. Your lips. Kiss that shit, Jake. All right. See ya. Bye. See you. Bye. Let's go Yankees. Let's go Yankees. Let's go Yankees. Let's go Yankees. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try... Check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com Yanks.